All right. Let's go ahead and uh, pull everybody in and let's make sure everybody's back and we'll rock and roll from there, people. Let's do this. All right. Everybody here? Hello, hello. Everybody here? How are we doing? There it is. Okay. It's got to happen every time. Every time. Bleach, you here, man? Mm-hmm. All right. Sweetness. All right. Let's uh, get started. You guys ready? Moment of truth time. The truth. The moment of truth, baby. The one and the only. All right. We're on. So as you guys probably have noticed, uh, Mr. Bleach Town does not have... <laughs> webcam and instead is a uh, deep fried meme from I don't know what that's what is that meme supposed to be let's start it with that crash bandicoot woe meme and we ended up just back when we were first learning how to do photoshop there was uh -huh. a couple of us my camera's not focusing that were uh god Hello, Mr. Mr. Blurry today man yeah I don't know why it's not focused it does that once so I'll do the do the hand in front of it and then come right back and see if that does anything there you go. See, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it was when they did the Crash trilogy remastered on PS4. There was a broken meme where he would do an animation, and uh -huh. it was the whole wah 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 wah. Uh -huh. But uh, we are learning how to do Photoshop. Me and our buddy Paul, uh, the tag is Zable or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, back from an IRL group of friends from high school, but uh, we ended up making that disaster. <laughs> Time. <laughs> hey man whatever works you know what i mean whatever it happens to work um but bleach man you know i gotta ask so why no webcam do you not you have you don't have one i just don't have one okay i got you that makes sense man and that's the thing we're trying something different so obviously with the podcast and you've you said you've listened to a couple podcasts here and there man right mm -hmm. yeah so with the podcast goal is we're just trying. We're just starting out. I mean, your number. This is number nine. We're, we got. It's called Loot Box Gambling Anonymous. Um, obviously, that has nothing to do with our conversation. But I, if you haven't noticed, I always give all this shit weird ass names. It just is what it is. So, um, or something relative. Yeah, or something kind of relative, and maybe along the lines of what we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Um, but for the podcast, man, the, the goal is just to be nice and easy. The goal of this podcast is just to try some weird shit. And I'm glad that you're able to come on, man, talk. I know that you've known Zion forever. So how, how many years have you known Zion for? High school, maybe middle school. No, okay. not middle school. I went to Hamlin. Mm -hmm. Okay. I went to fucking Agnes. Yeah. Agnes. Yeah. Okay. But I don't like... know what that is, but yeah. So <laughs> Take your word for it. It's been Trash almost six years or over six years, I think. Yeah, okay. I kind of knew Paul and Carlos back in. And I knew Ty from I knew Ty from sports as a freshman, mm. and through Ty I met Paul, and then through Paul we all met up when uh, God, what was the set? Everybody was playing magic and i was mm. playing Yu-Gi-Oh at the time and i was like huh what's this and i got interest introduced to the game via josh hoffman and another buddy of ours and H josh was playing an aldrazi mess of a deck and then yes. somebody else i don't remember who all was playing but so did you a group like, you meet through magic yeah kinda. okay well it, it's a it's a toss-up i don't remember if it's through magic or if it's through hearthstone because it's the set what I remember is the set with it was, uh, Cthune came out. It was okay. the 
Theos block set. With Journey to Nyx, Born of the Gods, and Theos. It was roughly around then, in 2014. Well, that's for magic, though. I'm talking... Right. What I remember first was Hearthstone, because Paul opened a... He did one of the pre-orders for like 40 bucks and opened 40 packs. Mm. And on our lunch break in the middle of like the day between classes, we all uh, sat in like around this table. There was like 10 of us that clustered around trying to watch him open packs to see if he'd pull like a legendary or anything. Right. So Hearthstone before it came out on PC was an actual like card game. No. What? It's so, always Hearthstone's always been digital, but um, they had laptops at the time. What? I'm yeah. so confused. So, I'm so my confused. buddy, he either had a laptop or he had a tablet. Because I know I had a tablet and I was playing it on my tablet. Paul had oh, I was thinking about because you guys are opening the packs, but you're opening packs like loot They're boxes. Opening packs digitally, yeah. Uh, okay. Which ties back into loot, loot box like gambling. <laughs> not really loot box, but it's RNG pack opening. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I feel like um, they the industry has taken information from yeah, the, obviously between, the card information and moved it just into you know well, now yeah, there's, same there's thing. Been, there's like the sh dog meat RNG of Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. There's the dog meat RNG of Pokemon, which for a while was actually like determinable because in two of the sets they made it. So there's these white and green cards. Uh -huh. And if you opened a booster box, there was actually a while where the printing was getting messed up and it was automated. Mm -hmm. And the printing would be like third pack in from the back left if it was a green pack it and then the next like fourth one would be uh guaranteed like foil card which were what? expensive yeah it, it was so people would farm literally just certain packs out of these boxes yeah oh we have somebody in chat who uh a zion apparently you're very attractive so congratulations zion and we're actually trying something new for the third person today bleach uh bleach town is not gonna have his webcam today so we're trying something completely yeah, new Danny, you can see the burnt, woke crash <laughs> meme from back in the day. Because that was the first meme we found on my old hard drive, and we're like, here, this works. Yeah. Well, so we're, we're but, trying uh, something different today, for sure. Cause, but you can still, he's still here. We can still listen to him. I'm still here, I remember, Danny. Yeah, Danny's in chat. I remember it was either Hearthstone or Magic, and then, like, just slowly over time on lunch breaks, between classes, mm -hmm. and then, like, junior, senior year, we all had off periods because we were so ahead on credits right that we would take like a first period fifth period seventh period eighth period like either beginning or the end of the day we would just take like an off period yeah and uh we would be pulling like we would just get your cards out let's play or mm. like there was uh god there's magic there was the Yu-Gi-Oh crowd there was a little bit of pokemon but not so much pokemon until after high school right we actually had money because all of us started working right uh and even then we wasted too much money uh that's and, that's what happens what was, man what was what were we playing with the normal decks of cards i don't remember what it was called hood rat hmm. god oh. there was so much hood rat played we're like it's essentially like war except it was a continuous game off the deck and everybody had to play their cards out i don't remember the rules of it but it was fun neither do i right so do you think um do you feel like card games are what kind of got you into gaming bleach or do you were you playing no. video games before that? No. well before well before back okay. in back when i was like nine was when i got my first console oh okay I, what was your first console gamecube uh, it, 
in the heart right there. God, I'm fucking old. Damn it. At least at least mine was a PS1. I, I, I did have a PS1. Okay. But GameCube. So what was your first game? Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Okay. Nice. Can't go wrong with that. So nine years old, GameCube. So how did you... Like, what do you think you play the most now? Like, are you a first-person shooter guy? MMOs? Uh, it's a mix of everything. <laughs> yeah. It's a mix of everything. He's a variety like me, except uh, he hasn't full sent into the BRs as much. He played okay. Apex hard for a while with Ape or with Philippine and Ace, but right. dropped it. Yeah. So do you find you're like a you're like a game nomad, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Every time a new gotcha game comes out, he and I try it, and then uh, it doesn't work out, and right. then it goes from there. So, do you like anime just as much as Zion does? I would, if say, not more. Yeah, oh. if not more. Are you pillow because guy? He, do you have a pillow? So Please he tell stopped me pillow. actually. He, well, no. So he stopped watching anime. He only reads manga and manhwa now. Uh, I don't know what the so, second one is, but I knew the first one. It's Korean manga, essentially. Okay, got it, got it. Like solo leveling, Tower of God, uh, got a high school, like those kind of manhwa they aren't your mm -hmm. traditional man manga they're like korean side of things they're like they have team. different terminology okay. like instead of japanese brother is onichan okay versus brother in korean is hyung like hyung okay. him, whatever. so just different obviously language there, yeah there's different terminology involved different like art or like artistry styles and whatnot right right i could see that um so Bleach, when do you think you started? Let's, let's go down anime track because that's going to get us into Genshin. So let's, yeah, we're going to eventually get to Genshin. Um, so what got you into anime? What was like the first big anime that you ever had? It's not a big anime, but it's the first one I know I watch was Shinzo. It was a that? really old, it's really old from the early 2000s. Yes, I know, Gabby. It's a really old anime back from 2000s. Purely it was made for kids. What's it called? Shinzen? Shinzo. Shinzo. I'm gonna look that up. So Shinzo. We'll look Shinzo. this up. Shinzo. What was it about? Shinzo anime series. He posted the link in the chat. Okay. I see it. I see it. What is this about? Let me go to Wikipedia here. Come on, Wikipedia. Don't do me wrong. All right. Known as Mushrambo. Okay. In Japan is an animated television series produced by anime Toei Animation. Sweet. Uh, genetically altered creatures known as Enterans take over the Earth and rename their own image called Entera. Now three Enterans have to protect the last human in order to find the hidden sanctuary called Shinzo and restore the human race. Okay, so like a classic, you know, bad guys take over the world. Some, like, Terrans are not bad and they help the humans. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay, cool. Got it. And this is made for kids in Japan? Yeah, Jersey Mai can't watch it anymore. I can't stand the pacing. The pacing's <laughs> too fast. The pacing's too fast? Yeah, because kids, just kids anime, the pacing don't go at yeah, the normal anime weight. It's at a faster weight. of like, huh. fucking, think like Digimon on crack. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes a lot way more sense. Than Digimon. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's like so. It's not like every episode is like a different, like a different part of the. It's like just they're just broken through the storyline as fast as they yeah, can. Yeah, they're just blips. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I don't like that either because it kind of doesn't. But I think it's better than the anime styles where it's just kind of like a like a Family Guy or like a. No, they're not. I know they're not anime. I'm just saying like Family Guy. Every episode is like its own microcosm. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like it's not really has anything to do with the story. Yeah, Hank Hill or. Uh... 
King of the Hill is the anime of America. Yeah, basically. It's just there's no real storyline. It's just every episode is kind of whatever it happens to be. You know, um, those animes like what's a good anime that'd be a good comparison to that? Um, where every episode is kind of like whatever. Um, I would. I could get some hate for it, but JoJo. Yeah. Oh fuck no. JoJo's perfect. JoJo's yeah. perfect. He's it's it kind of an overarching story, but every episode is every like every episode has such different scenarios. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's up, Travato? What's up, nerd? It, it all leads up to one thing though. Okay. Killing Dio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I mean Dio has to through, go. So through anime, it went from card games to yeah. anime to the drawing of gotcha because oh hey. Here's the anime I like watching now. In a game form. For right, yeah. yeah. Now I can summon my favorite characters and this, that, right. and Right. What was your first gotcha game, Bleach? The first one I spent money on or the first one I played? <laughs> you had to think about it. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Let's go. What's the first one you might, like, you're like, oh, say, I like this game and Lama spent some money. I'm not going to mention Fate Go and Danny's Presence because that's the, like, number one mobile game he's going to know life of all time. Fate I mean, Go? Over, he plays that game over Destiny. Fate Go. Is that I Fate Grand Fate Order? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I played that a little bit. Didn't spend money. I don't so remember many. the first, first game I spent money on. Grand what? Order. Gotcha. What was that one that Paul got us got us into? I forget what the fuck it was called. The first ones I remember because me and Logan got into Dokkan. I didn't spend money on Dokkan. I did like a hundred bucks and that was it. And then I got off Dokkan. So we did. We did. What did we do? We got Dokkan, then Legends. Uh, somewhere in there we played the Danmachi game. Uh, I can look through my. What is Danmachi? The, oh yeah, is I it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. Oh, that one. Is there a go they game had, for that? They had a gotcha. Yeah, they had a gotcha. No game way. What is that called? How you spell it? Danmachi. Danmachi. Gotcha. I Let's also see. Look in my games. Danmachi Memoria Freeze. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Why is this such a big? So why do people like this anime? All right, oh, I don't. Yeah. Dude, bro, it's lots of fan service in that anime. Literally, one of the the minor gods literally just tits. Oh, like Jesus forever. Christ. It's all it is, Dylan, bro. How bad's your list? Because mine has to keep scrolling. Vexen <laughs> says lot. that it's not fan service. You're telling me that Dan Machi is not fan service, sir? Are you sure about I mean, that? Hestia, yes. Everybody else, no. It's only for Hestia. Are you sure That's about that? Yes. Are I'm you sure? sure are you Couple sure about that? The Amazonians are a little out there, but brother. Okay, Dan Machi. Oh, let me look at fan service. Let me and Google Images. Let me see what's up with this. Hold on. Okay. That is a <laughs> cursed dimension. You don't want. To know. <laughs> oh, from what I'm seeing here, it's looking like a lot of fan service here, brother. Okay, the first <laughs> games I have on my phone dating back to when I first got my phone, which was okay. way after everybody else, because I couldn't have a phone until I could pay for it. Right. I didn't have a phone until after high school. But the first game I have installed are Hearthstone, Jetpack Joyride, Xenonia 4, which is this old badass RPG game. Huh. It's not a gotcha. Okay. Uh, Fallout Shelter, Crossy Road, Dokkan Battles, the first gotcha game. Right. Pokemon Go. Uh, Whatever Sonya. happened to Pokemon Go, man? It's, it's still, still going. There. They just yeah. introduced Mega Evolutions. I don't know what that means, but yes. I mean, I felt like when it first came out, it was awesome. And then... I felt like you had to start paying money at some point to really kind of keep it going. 
Oh God! Injustice, mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, Duel Links. Vexen said it's still huge. Is it still huge? What is how? Oh. What's the player count oh, for Dylan, that game? Shadowverse. Player count of that was not the first one. Pokemon Go. No, but that was yeah. one of them. Uh, sixty million monthly active users. Yeah. What? They made Holy it so during COVID shit. you can do raids from your house. What the? F- yeah. What? 60 million a day? Uh, Hello? Zach. Mm. That one game Paul got us into was was Valorant Force. That's what it was. Valorant? Valorant Force? I don't know if you were still part of the group. I think you were. Let me look. Yeah. So you went from, so you basically went from God. So how do you have all this time is what I'm interested in. Like, you got the gotcha games, and then you that also have the games. Show up on my phone. Maybe you didn't play it. On the App Store, it doesn't show up. <laughs> but the first real gotcha I actually spent a lot of time in, and I kind of want to go back again, because I don't know why, because I want to torture myself, is Brave Frontier. Uh, Bro. They've had a lot of crossovers, though. Bro, you got to keep you gotta keep me up to it. What is Brave Frontier? What is Valorant Force? Come on. So... Brave Frontier is this game that has a lot of like different anime and different uh like it has like its own characters, but they've okay. also had interactions with Bleach, One Punch Man, uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh Vocaloid. Like, yeah, Overlord, uh okay. a couple other ones. Although Overlord also just got uh into AFK Arena, I saw. Yeah. Interesting. Um Which I actually played that for a while too. AFK Arena? Yeah, I'm literally was, as you guys are talking, I am like typing stuff into Google and be like, AFK what Arena the fuck is, is this Because it was like a, it was an AFK game. You could just not even have the app open, and uh-huh. it would get loot for you just passively. Hmm. So then you could like log on once a day, get your stuff, get off, and then it and would just bounce. keep running. Okay. I still go. That's still going too. Yeah, Azure Lane was pretty bad. Yeah, that's yeah. fan service. It's fucked. Azure Lane went to about fan service. What? Yeah. What am I Azure looking at? Am I about to look at porn? Am I moving into porn lane? No. What's happening here? A little sure? bit. But there Probably. is a lot of like etchy content out of Azure Lane. There's a lot of what now? Azure Lane. Okay, I'm going to look up Azure Lane fan service and I'm about to get fucking wrecked by Google. Watch this. Yup. Oh my God. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? There's literally a girl who's laying in the water and the only thing that's sticking out is her boobs. Why is this happening right now? I don't doubt it. Why? <laughs> Why is this happening right now? I'm glad you don't see the VR chat characters. <laughs> the VR chat characters? Yeah, I don't want to look that up. They're bad. Okay, what are you guys happy with that? Apparently, there's something going on where there's like VR streamers and YouTube streamers now. What are they called? They're called YouTubers. You, yeah, exactly. What's going on with that? I don't I, care. I mean, I don't. I mean, watch them. Eh, they're blowing up them. overnight. Right. Do you watch them, the Bleach? Of, no, no. It's the safety of not having to like face reveal, right? And just having both vocal and facial tracking, just with like an animated character, right? I don't I think see it's... an issue with it. No, neither. I thought about it. Nah, it's not my cup of tea. I think it's cool. It's cool to see the technology, kind of how it's going, because I I feel like eventually, obviously, it's going to be full immersion. 3d at some point right so seeing somebody else like for example we had this conversation last week where it's like you don't call your friends by their name you call them by like i call you zion i call bleach bleach you know i call travada and chat travada you know what i'm saying like all that kind of stuff yeah there's certain there's there's some cases where it's like if it's your best friend or somebody you know irl like 
Bleach and I call each other our names all the time. Brocker and I do it bad. Right. I was what in if... Among Us calling him Levi and everybody else is like, who are you talking to? And I was like, oh, it's Brocker. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if uh, Bleach became a VTuber? Never. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Never. Dude, Zion, we should get a VTuber on the, the podcast. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be you so have to figure out a way to catch her there overlay. I know, that'd be super hard, but that would be so cool. I don't understand, but I think it's cool that technology is um at least in the communication space is obviously getting like better. You know what I mean? It's you know getting cooler. And especially if you like, you know, if you like animes and stuff, it's kind of like the way to go. Because like, then you can make your own anime character and then broadcast it to the world. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, pop it on stream. Yeah. VTubers are similar to the same thing. Right. Um, what if I did that? To... If I had the camera and then just had like a puppet? Just like... <laughs> just, just get you a chief mask and yeah. just have it in the background. Yeah, just like wobbling on a stick or something, you know? You just die and it shakes its head. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, man. No, All right, uh, what were we about to ask? Yeah. Back to gaming. Uh-huh. Uh, Bleach thoughts on current state of fps because i know mm. you haven't been playing apex you dropped it and you've purely been playing path for a while yeah uh depends do you want multiplayer fps or single player fps whatever you want i know you haven't played a lot of multiplayer fps so stick to like oh. br because i know you yeah you're... let's talk about brs eh. they're iffy to me I like Fair them enough. or I don't like them. And especially with the battle pass system in Apex, so this makes me not never want to play it. The right. new battle pass in Apex is a little rough. I've been yeah. hearing that. What's going on with that, Bleach? So they got rid of like just straight up XP grind to get the levels or like do your dailies and Why? you get like a free free level. You still have dailies that give you a free level and you still have weeklies that give you a free level. Right. But now instead of just flat XP it gives you stars and you need x amount of stars to unlock a tier i had to get like 12 stars to get the first level of the battle pass mm -hmm. what now, i'm on after i'm on like level three after playing like eight games and getting two dubs this morning why would they whereas before i would have been like level 10. they're huh. pushing trying to make it more it, they're trying to make it more like hey just buy it rather than mm. that's that's level shitty and it makes so what I think if the company's doing that from a business standpoint, probably what's happening is that they're seeing that their numbers are starting to dip. In order to keep profitability for the game, they're probably at this point doing some shady shit. That makes the most sense to me. And they're probably finding ways to keep people to keep coming back to the game by implementing yeah, the star it's stuff. It's not Warzone. <laughs> yeah. It's not Warzone. Even with Warzone's shitty blueprint system of, hey, here, buy a gun and you don't have to go into multiplayer to level it up. Now you can just slap on attachments that just roll people. Right. And here you go. Yeah, I think they're trying to find ways to keep player engagement because they're still making new content for the game. But if they're making new content, that comes at a price. And I think that the dwindling amount of people that are playing the game. I mean, it's not like it's still a popular game. Obviously, we all know that. But it's not like it was a year ago or two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case, whenever the game came out. Um, so I think that the developers are just now starting to pull some kind of late, like some shit that games do like later in their development. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you think as far as, do you stop? 
I don't remember when you stopped playing. You stopped playing when the Path League came out, right? You didn't stop playing when the crossplay beta happened? Yeah. Once Path came out, I'm like, Path? Okay. So yeah. you don't know about... You haven't played much since the beta had dropped? Yeah. Nah. What's going on with that beta? We actually have a question so in chat, too, about that. Console, be it PS4 and Xbox, are on. And now it's on Steam as well, which I actually installed it on Steam over Origin because I hate Origin's dog shit. Me, launch. too. God, they're terrible. And the download size for it on Steam was a little bit smaller than the download size on, it on Origin. The issue is, if for whatever reason Steam ever bugs out or has some issues and I need to go back... Um, re-downloading origin and regaining access to all of my old stuff is kind of weird it supposedly people have been having issues as far as like the beta in game itself goes i haven't run into a whole lot of cheaters yet because i've only played like 10 games 15 games mm -hmm. and only like five of them have been ranked so having not played the last season and a half my rank dropped all the way to bronze mm. um and being in bronze you're not going to see a lot of cheaters unless they're just running smurf accounts to fry and just feel like god right but um, I kind of like it because you get diversity of, hey, I've got my buddy who's on PS4 or Xbox who used to not be able to play with me at all. Like I have, I actually have a coworker that uh, I work construction with and he hasn't, like he plays Apex, I play Apex. We've never been able to play before, but now we can. It's cool. Right. Plus they introduced a quote unquote club system. It's like their clan system. You can make a clan tag. Okay. Uh, Lilo and Ace made Raw Seven as their <laughs> tag. Raw. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. And uh, we got like seven of us in there so far for that. But it's cool because they made it so you've got exclusive badges for playing games with the clan mates, getting wins with the clan mates, getting mm. wins with out like teammates getting knocked, getting wins with the everybody alive at the end of the game. Um, there's some, there's they've done some cool stuff with it. So they've increased the quality of life stuff. But Travada in chat over here, she said that, you know, she switched over from Xbox to PC, but it made her basically start all over. So it kind of like they didn't really they didn't make it universal. It's like you have to start your stats over based on your switching, you know, but the cross play. I'm surprised they haven't cross played your like player stats. I feel like once you have your origin account is if you log into your origin account on Switch, it should be the same as if you're on PC. Right. Does that make sense. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm reading Danny's comment. Yeah. And we got you know, read it out. Read it out in chat. I think BRs are lazy game design that just keep ripping content from each other and that their popularity only lasts as long as till a new one comes out. As well as the inability to play your best because you get unlucky with what your pickup dying because mm. where I dropped didn't have shit is bullshit. Mm. Yeah. So RNG drops uh, can be a little rough, but there is ways around that depending on once you get map awareness and you've played the game enough and you realize okay my route is i drop here i want to go a to b or i drop a new spot and i know okay there's loot in this building list building and there's like two pods on either side of this yeah it is randomly generated so sometimes it'll change but mainly it's just the like the pod locations of the chests that you have to open and they added the replicators now which is as you open chests you get five replicator points and then you can also find these like pods that you can pop that the entire team can also activate. Hmm. Uh, so you'll pop it and your teammates can still do it likewise. You get any amount of materials and then you go to the replicator thing and it's essentially a printer and it prints ammo. It can upgrade what? your shield. It can spawn you an upgraded backpack, an upgraded Jesus. helmet, weapon attachments, 
uh, healing items. It can spawn like a shield battery, a med kit. Hmm. Um, it, it does a lot of things to help, but it's also only like overarching things. So say right. I'm looting and I don't have a good backpack, I can loot a bunch of pods and loot a couple of the pop pods and go run up to the printer and then print it out. Right. And I feel I like... Agree with so I was going to say that to Vex's uh, point, and if you guys are listening, by the way, on Spotify, we are we're doing this podcast live every Sunday. A little shout out, real quick. So we're reading off a chat right now. Um, I think one thing to the BR two. So the loot does is randomized, but it forces you to hunt other players to try and get their loot for end game. Right. So you got you got three different tiers in a BR. You've got you got early game, mid game, end game. Right. So the goal is to obviously make it an end game, but during that time, early game is usually trying to find well, loot. Mid game's like hunting doing. down basically and getting pushed into like the middle. I would it say it's not every BR, but that's kind of the flow of it, I guess. For the most part, yeah. So Spellbreak, Hyperscape, Warzone, Apex. Yep. Two, di well, three differences. So Warzone and Apex, I would say are more streamlined than the other ones because they've been out longer. Yeah. Apex going on what two years, year and a half almost. It's, easy, uh, it's easily two years now. They just had their one year anniversary last year, so I don't it, think it's two years yet. Hold on, let me see. How, I remember I'll, I'll look it I up. have like a certain, I have a certain badge for it that was like, "You played week one. Here you go." Yeah, let me um, see. I'll look it up. But I'd say Warzone and Apex are more streamlined than most, and I'm not going to talk about the game that starts with an F because I've I, I've never played it. Or so Valorant, Valorant's it. on there too, but they're not really BR. Valorant's not a BR; they're it's a CS:GO clone. That's true. That's true. But, okay, continue. Um, I would say Apex and Warzone have the same style of drop, get loot, stay close to your teammates. Depending on how you're playing it, because Warzone doesn't have a ranked system. Um, they just they host tournaments and stuff all the time for cash right whereas apex has the ranked system so apex ranked can be sweaty as hell you drop you can play slow and rat till end game you can just brawl out and try to get as many kills as you can you know hybrid mix of both mm -hmm. um i tend to play slow and get like as kitted up as i can with guns that i'm familiar with and then make it to end game and then pick off one or two teams and then pick off the last team right but uh, Warzone's a little different. You drop, you get ammo. With Gulag, you can come back, so there's at least one early game. Oh, hey, I died. I can make it back now. Right. Um, Spellbreak Hyperscape, more so loot incredibly fast. Right. Play and slow, play the edges of the map to try to get to endgame, because otherwise you're just fucked. If you yeah. get caught in the middle or you get caught in the open... You're SOL. Yeah. Whereas you really Apex, are. you're not necessarily screwed because of their healing system, and Warzone the same thing with their armor system. Right. Oh, so Bleach said you're you're playing Path of Exile right now, right? Yes. So what is the pull? I know that's like a, a, a ARPG. Yeah, ARP. So it's kind of like the the competition of Diablo, right? Yes. Um. So what pulls you to Prison of Elders? I mean, they just had a new content drop too, right? Recently, like a month or two, something like that. Excuse me, what was that? League. My huh? sister was talking. Oh, no, I was asking, don't they have like a content drop that just came out in Prison of Elders like yeah. recently, right? Uh, it's roughly every three months they have a new league, which is new content. Okay, cool. What so leagues path, are? Path system is kind of weird, though, how yeah. you have a league. It's essentially a wipe like Doc Knight was talking about in Rust last week, where mm -hmm. it just wipes the server except you keep your blueprints. No. 
it doesn't wipe the server it's just you have to start a new character each week yeah interesting so, all you, of the stats all of the stuff all the abilities and items and stuff that you acquired on the character from last league rolls to the standard format okay. and then the stuff for the new league you have to start over and start a new character and all the new skills all new everything level it from the ground up get new gear and go interesting so it's kind of like um what would be the diablo 3 equivalent to that that's like the i don't know I don't think it would. I mean, I guess it doesn't have really a league like that. So it, you have so you have two different games. You have the standard game where it's like you have your main character and you can get whatever gear you want. And you play on that forever, right? Yeah. And then you have the league version, which is like it's just a different way of playing. You just go through the map. Like you have to do everything over from start. They make buffs yeah. and nerfs. They introduce new stuff. They test new stuff. Okay. New items, new content. The last time I played Path Heavy was the totem build was a big thing. And you could like, you could, which, I built a guy for... Was that light? Was... I think that was light 3.9. Yeah, but uh, you could like summon like three, four totems, and they would start doing arcing of lightning, fire, like all kinds what? of different abilities. They would just be elementals that would just roast everything around you, and you could just <laughs> sit in the middle of them or dodge all of them and be like, "Go on, my minions." <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I've seen some. Go ahead. There's a lot of build diversity in Path, like so much. Yeah, I've seen that. I've been seeing a lot of videos and watching some streamers here and there, and it looks like it's crazy. I mean, Path of Exiles has been out for a long time, but there seems to always be something new that's bringing people back. I've only, mm -hmm. I've only tried Path once. I've been in the Diablo fan club for a long time, since Diablo 1. Um, but Diablo 3 really burnt the shit out of me, and so I've been kind of away from ARPGs for quite some time. Um, yeah. What... What really is it the diversity of the game that keeps bringing you back? Like, what is it about Path of Exiles that kind of gets you going? I don't know. I just love it. I just love new content. Like, it's scheduled every three, every thirteen weeks, except they delay the next league because 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 Punk got delayed to right. like two days before the next league launch, so they just delayed it by. They're like, nope, no, nope. Cyberpunk's gonna yeah. come out. We're gonna yep. do it so well. Yeah, yeah. So that's not till January next year. Okay. But I'll just play Cyberpunk between that. Yeah. Well, that makes sense too, man. Do you think so speaking of that, so you play mostly ARPGs. You don't do you play any other FPSs outside of do you play like what kind of FPSs do you play? Usually single player story based ones like Doom. Okay. Borderlands. He played Doom. We've played yeah, he's played a lot. He's played more Borderlands than I have. Yeah. He also uh you did play Battlefield back when all of us played it quite a bit yeah. on console. Oh, I loved yeah. Battlefield. Battlefield was so much fun. We played so the fun. living shit out of Battlefield 1. When the whole That that group of me, Paul, Ty, Carlos, Dylan, uh, Paul and his David. brother. Yeah. Dude, Battlefield was one of my favorite games. I loved... I played... What was it? I got into it with uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. And then I played, obviously, Battlefield 3 and 4. And Battlefield One, I kind of pl I played it, but I didn't really get into it as much. I didn't really. Leveling system on launch was weird, but after they changed it, it got better. Yeah, it was it was okay. We had like we had guys that were like designated classes. I was sniper and assault. Mm -hmm. uh, David was a medic. Paul ran support and snipe. Carlos ran support and snipe. I don't remember what you ran. I don't know either. Yeah, I think you just kind of rotated around. No, that was a fun game, dude. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know what like, happened to Battlefield. Are they making anything new with Battlefield? I haven't heard. They did anything. Battlefield Five, and then it just kind of died off. It yeah, flopped. 
Did it flop? I didn't even remember that game coming out. Battlefield Five. Yeah, because yeah, they were all excited one? about it was Battlefield mechanics in a BR, and they had like vehicles and supply drops and all this, that, and the other, and destructible buildings, which was cool. Right. And you could run people over with a uh, fucking. Oh, it? that was the one. Where it was World War Two, and and everybody was up in arms about like the female being with the with the mechanical arm or whatever. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That was the one. Okay. All right. That was the one that everybody got shitty about. Uh, but how was the gameplay? I mean, obviously, it f- you said it flopped. It came out on... Uh... I didn't play it. I played Battlefield 1. That's the last one I played. Right. Oh, the last major update was summer 2020. So it came out two years ago in 2018. Dang, it's been two years They're since it's been They're probably working that. on a new one. But, I hope. again, probably. DICE could be working on... There actually was a rumor mill circulating... A- like about a week ago that dice uh montreal and dice something else were getting staged to go work on a new star wars game again Ooh, that might be nice because on their posting for like hiring they're posting for a bunch of new positions and they were it was under like uh, a hacked thing for file folder star wars like emc d or some like weird chain code thing Uh uh-huh Hey man, there might be a new Star Wars in the works. That'd be nice. I mean, I think Respawn's also working on Fallen Jedi Order 2. That was in the rumor mills a bit. Right. I think, I wish... I, I don't doubt how weeb you are. Yeah, I think we, we all know how weeb you are, brother. <laughs> oh, I don't, but just from what you've told me, I think you are. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> dude, I think... Um, I think my favorite Star Wars game of all time was Jedi Academy. The online multiplayer for Star Wars Jedi Academy was the best. It was so much fun. <laughs> do you guys did you guys say, play that game? Yeah. No. Dude. I would say coin toss between two. What, Jedi Academy say, 2? No, I would say the old Battlefront 2 on PlayStation 2. Yeah. Or I actually really liked Fallen Order as not so much as a campaign game. I played it for like the difficulty side and turned it into more of a souls like because when you mm. die you respawn back to like checkpoints. Right. And that game could get fun. Yeah. Uh, me and a buddy of mine did a grandmaster playthrough before I was streaming. Um and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I never played I never played that one. I missed that game when it came out, but I've heard I I heard it was an awesome game. Um but I'm making a second one eventually. Are they? Ooh, that might be good then. So uh, let's get back to Bleach a little bit here. Bleach, what do you do for a living, man? I work in a warehouse. In a warehouse? Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Wally World. Hey, man. Nothing wrong with that. You gotta do what you gotta oh. do, man. It's, uh, it, it, it's not Walmart. Oh. Uh, oh, I forgot. Somewhere else. We'll we'll leave that private. No worries. You don't have to tell us where you're working right now. I mean, it's a big chain. Yeah, okay. Um, so working in a warehouse, what are you doing? So outside of that, like, what does your gaming day look like? Like, what... What do you think gaming for you? What does it do for you? Is it like a hobby or is it like relief? It's a hobby. It's a hobby. Okay. Um, how so? You've been gaming for how long now? Since you were nine, right? Roughly, yeah. What was like the first game you played that it was like, all right, this is this is what I want to do. Like moving forward, this is it. Like just playing games or playing that genre of game. No, just playing games. Like you're like, oh, this is what was like the aha moment where like, oh, this is cool. I like doing this a lot. Uh first game I actually played before anything else was Pokemon Yellow. Oh. That's what started it. Gotcha. So that's what kind of got you to like get a GameCube and, and rock and roll from there. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, are you a big po Pokemon fan? On and off. On and off. We've played on cards on and off. We've and I have. Uh, what the I fuck have are you had? Field. I skipped the the shitty one on Switch, where Sword, it was like Sword the Pokemon Go good. connection oh, thing. Oh wait, no, Let's Go. Yeah, Let's Go yeah. was fun. I skipped Let's Go, and you had the. Didn't you have the ball and everything? Yes. Yeah. What is that? So they. I'll let him explain. Yeah, explain. I, so the ball from Let's Go was basically just another controller you can use. It was just in the shape of a Pokeball. You could okay. use it as a controller to catch Pokemon. You can also put a Pokemon in it, take it with you outside, and do walk and get basically walk it and then what? What was that called? Yeah. What was the game called? Pokemon oh. Let's Go for Switch. Mm -hmm. For Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. It was between, wasn't it, before Sun and Moon? No, it was between Old Just Sun and Moon and Sword, Sword and Shield. Oh, uh, okay. I keep forgetting that the Switch is two years old now. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. Oh, this I do remember this. Oh, you had the little Pokeball like you could hold it like yeah. attached to your wrist. Yeah. What? But you you had to buy like the figurines for it? No. No. no? It How was did like you put Pokemon a po Go straight up where you could like, hey, move so and so to the thing and then oh. just walk it. Yeah. And you could make okay. it your buddy, so then your buddies they had the buddy system where walking X Pokemon would give you uh candy for it every x distance you okay traveled. okay that makes sense that makes sense okay so you got into gaming it at with pokemon yellow and then you got moving to that when did you buy a pc i had a for really me. shitty i have a shitty like my first pc or my first laptop just yeah whatever you're like when did you buy a pc for gaming the, i got one handed down and i played games on it okay but when my my first one i bought was Back, I think in 2017 was the gaming laptop. Ah, how'd that work out? out? It burnt out after dude, a year and a half. And it, they always get my first PC. Yeah, but dude, did you build your own? No. Okay, I had some else build it pre built. Yeah. Pre -built dude, that, dude, that those gaming PCs, they always burn out because no matter what's inside, the the amount of airflow is always shit. They always overheat. There's nothing you can do about it, man. I don't even know why there's still gaming PCs out there. Like, I haven't found a single laptop unless there's a, a there's somebody in here who knows of a laptop that does not die out but I have yet to see a single one that is not just like burn up out of nowhere I have no idea <laughs> great job eyes in here talking facts oh my god great job so if you guys are listening again again we're on twitch right now so we're reading from chat so what happened great Jedi what happened to Washington's quarterback <laughs> do you guys watch football at all yeah what do you want no. No, I watch you, college more so than. Yeah, so. I watch I watch college too. I do the, I do Florida uh, fan. Yeah, how was uh yesterday for you? I'm feeling great, feeling amazing, feeling all sorts of good. Cause I have a buddy of mine who texted me. Hold on, I'll pull it up. So watch this. So he hits me up. Um, uh, this is funny. Um, so he hits me up. <laughs> he hits me up with a middle finger emoji because he was like they were up in the first quarter. And then um, I was like, how are you feeling during the half, brother? Because they were up like, you know, 18 points or something ridiculous in the half. And then afterwards, he's like, it's going to be all right either way, brother. Um, <laughs> the dogs beating y'all ass is just a plus. And then afterwards, after the game was over, he's like, just I'm Yeah, he's like, middle finger. he's like, whatever, man. Get out of here. Uh, I'm a big Ducks fan because I live in Oregon. So. Yeah. Dude, uh, Oregon people love remember... football. Back to PC. Do you remember your first PC game, Bleach? No. 
No? Okay. I What's... know what mine was because y'all motherfuckers dragged me into it. What was it? What? Warframe. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, it was Warframe. You played Warframe too? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm taking a picture of my mom's computer. It's like a Windows 7 Dell XP trash can of a computer that's been around for like a decade and a half. Yep. Uh, I did that, and then I, the boys recommended me an Asus laptop for a Black Friday sale. And I had that for a year, and then 2017, Destiny 2 Forsaken dropped, and I was like, okay, I'm getting a PC, and I bought the pre-built that is my current setup with some upgrades. Yeah, man. Later. Dude, that's the way to do it. I, I I was console all the way for years, and then when Destiny 2 announced it was coming out on PC, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get set up for this. I gotta play this on PC. And I remember back in the day, too, this is probably... I think my computer's five years old now. So five years ago, I bought I bought and I built my first computer. So I did both at the same time. And dude, turning that thing on, I thought it was gonna go into explode. I felt like I was putting a bomb together or something. Don't pull a, don't pull a carrot. <laughs> but, yeah, don't pull a carrot, man. Oh my God, so it's so rough, man. But I turned it on, it worked. And then I remember seeing 144, I, I had a 1440p monitor and I saw that at like, 90 frames per second yeah. yeah i was like oh my god it was it was like a world changer i was like all right the first that's it time, the first time because when i first started i was playing my pc on a dog shit, just regular tv yeah and then i went from the regular tv to a 24 inch uh 1920 by 1080 but i pushed like 120 hertz on it and then i bumped that to now i have a 1920 by 1080 27 inch with uh, 144 and right. then 2560 by 1440 with 144, but my PC is slow, so I I usually average like 90 to 120 on almost everything. Right. So, That's still good. I mean, compared yeah, to playing on the, console, we're getting 30. For the first year <laughs> of like Destiny, I was on 60 FPS locked, and I never played with it. And then I screen shared one time in Discord to like Dove or GJ or somebody, and they were, "Why are you on 60 FPS? Why don't you bump it up?" And I was like. I don't think I can. And they're like, no, nah, do it. And I was like, yeah, it's a different world, man. <laughs> it's a completely different world. I didn't even realize, you know, you don't, you don't know what you're missing out on until you're missing out on until somebody points it out or shows you something different, man. And I remember play, cause I played destiny one, all console, obviously. And then Destiny two on in the beginning on console. And then I bought my PC and it was like, night and day i was like there's no i told my friends i'm like there's no way i'm coming back to PS ps4 there's no way <laughs> i sold that mother i just sold it I was like i'm not coming back i can't the 30 fps on i had a, a 4k tv so 30 fps on the ps4 pro still at 30 fps or whatever was still like just terrible it was just 30 fps on my tv when i was playing through ghost of tsushima didn't look bad yeah but when i'm playing uh ff7 remake because i started a playthrough on that finally mm, good and i'm watching walkthrough stuff on my pc and i'm going damn this looks good damn this looks like shit yeah <laughs> so true that's what happens man bleach do you um do you feel like you're more of an rpg gamer versus uh first person shooter guy or what do you think do you like storyline games the most I'm more into RPGs than anything else, and okay. the ARPG a path because it's technically an RPG. Right. Most of my game library is RPGs. Right. Do you 
do you think that well okay let's go back let's what's your favorite rpg what was like the best game rpg you ever played do you want series or single game whatever you want to give me because series is kingdom hearts what Can, oh kingdom he's a, hearts he's a big oh kingdom hearts fan. that's pretty dope that's a good one that's a good one and a lot of friends of mine were really big into that okay so what's your favorite single game Um, it's a tough call. I know. I'm throwing it out there. A lot of options. Zion, this, this is coming at you next, man. I honestly don't know because I played so many RPGs and I like most of them. Right. I can't pick a favorite. I'd oh, say two. Tough. What? Okay, which... Witcher 3 is one. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. Tough one. Okay, I'd say three, but Witcher three is above the second and third. Okay, so it's first. Dragon Age Inquisition. Ooh, good Inquisition game. was good. Good game. And yeah. then, uh, God, I don't remember the name of this game. I'll have to look it up. It's a uh, game I played on Steam for a while by myself. Okay. Uh, what's it called? Oh, what's was it, it about? Octopath? No, it's not Octopath. Actually, so I did do what you did. I bought it on Switch and on Steam. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I can play it, play it offline. Off yeah, that's what I've like, been doing. Why am I playing this on PC? I've been doing that here um, and there when I would go on a trip or something. I'll just play Octopath. What the fuck? Give me a minute. I'll have to look. So I would have to say mine. I think our, Witcher 3 is in the top running for me for sure. They did a great job. Because I played Witcher 2. I never got into Witcher 1. But Witcher 2 was great too. But Witcher 3 was fantastic. Um, That was a big one. Uh, Vexen has the same thing. He said in chat Skyrim. I'd have to agree. Skyrim is fantastic too. From a story perspective, I really got to Skyrim. That was good. Um, I would have to actually say Dragon Age 1, not Inquisition. I actually Origins. loved the first. Or, 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 I would also have to say uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect was fantastic, dude. Mass Effect was good, but. They're remaking it too. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a Legend Edition for all three that's coming out. On PC. I know, dude. I, I loved Mass camera Effect. Focusing. Cameron doesn't like you today, man. Cameron's hating you. Do you do like? I know. It looks fine on on uh, the camera over here, though. On stream, it looks weird. No, on stream, it looks fine. It looks good because it's all um, smaller. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Dragon Age. I would say Inquisition because I played more of Inquisition. I played two and Inquisition. I never played Origins. Yeah. So two was okay. Two was meh. But or, don't don't get me wrong. Inquisition was a fun game, especially if you played. If you played, what was it? The you can get to Necromancer. Necromancer was so OP. Even playing online, like Necromancer was the shit. So good. Um, or was it? They didn't call it Necromancer. They called it something else. The one where you could um. Deaths would give you a shield. I can't remember what that what that one was. God, I have to look at the classes now. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't think Inquisition didn't get a lot of praise for some reason, no. but I thought it went really the well. The party system was pretty bad. Yeah, the online party the system was kind of poop. The only time I used the party system was like the initial thing of, hey, use this, and then I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, the Inquisition was like the party system was okay, um, but you could combo some attacks though in the party system. But it was wonky, very, very wonky. Um, Speaking of Skyrim, I actually have that on Steam. Let me see this. All right, so we got classes and specializations. That's what it was. Okay, let's see. So for you chose the mage. You had uh, it was no, it was Necromancer. That was the one. 
Oh, Rift Mage. That was the one. Pulling matter or attacking the twisting. The, yeah. Rift Mage was the big one. That was the one that was a badass. Where you could, um... That is so much damage. That one was awesome. Um, Dragon Age is good. And... I felt like it complicated the original game so much. Yeah, Inquisition oh, definitely complicated it. What? I didn't play it on PC. I played it on Xbox. Fallout New Vegas. Oh, Fallout New oh, Vegas. Yeah. yeah, that was good too. That was definitely a good one. There's a lot of a lot of games that are reminiscent on that. Um, well, let's move into games that are coming out soon, man. Like you guys were just talking about Cyberpunk. What about Cyberpunk are you looking forward to? Gameplay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because we haven't seen any. I know. Nope. <laughs> so worried about that. I don't me, know. Me, it's the story. Yeah. But what about the story have we found out already? Is there? Any, are they still keeping everything very hush-hush? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about that, man. They're supposed to be coming out soon, and they haven't shown any gameplay. I mean, not soon. It's still got a month. That's, a, that's soon. It's been in development for seven years. <laughs> so that's pretty soon. But they haven't yeah. shown any gameplay. None. That's going to be interesting. I really hope. I doubt that CD Projekt Red would be putting seven years into a video game and have it flop. I highly doubt they will. It's not going to flop whatsoever. But Let's see if this helps. I do feel like it's got to have something. What did, I try that. See if that helps. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're back in business. Um. So Cyberpunk. It's just. Is it just going to be single player, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. What they've said. Yeah. Do you, they? Did they say it's I open world or paths? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you it's off. It's open world, but I also think they said they're going to do multiplayer later. It's going to be like its own separate thing. Yeah, and from what it sounded like, it would be like a rating system. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, like, go into it. So, it'd be kind of like Borderlands, you think? Like, Division's Fortresses system. Almost. Okay. So, it's like open world, and then you kind of go in, but it'll be just for raids only or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. We'll see how that. I mean, that might be cool. It just depends how they implement it. I think in a game that big where it's first person shooter RPG, you know, I think they're going to be, it should be pretty cool. And if you get a bunch of people together, it might play like the Division a little bit. Because the gameplay they showed us, they had first person, didn't they have third person? Like when you're behind an object? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I haven't looked that much of it. I know you're looking forward to two games. We'll see the second one. Godfall. Ooh, okay. What's going on with Godfall, man? What's up with that? So I just stopped looking at games slash. that I'm excited for, looking at like stuff they release. Uh -huh. so, all I know is that it's kind of has like Souls-like combat. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. Which makes I got Dauntless happy. vibes from it. It does have, yeah. We'll see. Because Dauntless is just one big thing per run. Whereas this mm -hmm. seems to be more like lots of... I saw some yeah. of the gameplay. I was like, That's what Danny says. Yeah, it's like more like Dark Souls. Destiny, but with swords and souls combat. Yeah, that sounds good. So do you think... So you said you stopped looking at content for games. Why did you start doing that? It was just hype. Hype? Getting overhyped. Yeah. yeah, you you sell yourself on something before it comes out, thinking it's going to be awesome, and then it flops. Right. Mm -hmm. I used to have a list or uh, I e Marvels. Mm. Yeah, Avengers is a case of that. Yeah, what hat? They lost even, millions of dollars. I got to the last mission. I was like, nah. Yeah. What? 
what happened to that game, dude? Because what? Why was it so bad? Why is it getting such bad well, reviews? There was a buggy mess. Okay. Very buggy. That was the only thing. Yes, Danny. Yes, that's what killed hype for me. Was Anthem. Dude. Yeah, you full sold on that. In, yeah. When that first and I'm came still out, waiting for then, 2.0. Then it flopped. I'm dude. still gonna wait for 2.0. Anthem sounded like it would be an awesome game. I played the beta on PS4 and it was the most clunky thing I'd ever fucking played. It wasn't that the storyline, the storyline was a mess, but just the the content drip, the way you played it, the 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 movement was the coolest part of the game. The combat was fun, but it was so generic, so generic. Yeah. Oh my god. It just I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I don't know what happened with that. They yeah, they call it the Destiny Killer. It was not even close. It's not yeah, it's not the only one they've called a Destiny Killer either though. Right. I mean that's Destiny the same. Anthem. What else has there been that's been a Destiny Killer? Division. Division supposed to be one. They said Borderlands, the new Borderlands is supposed to be one. Nah, it Borderlands was on the same track. Right. I mean they're still very similar, you know, with the with the jokes and everything else. Borderlands, I think that Borderlands has their story content much better than Destiny does. Destiny has this huge world with tons of lore and great stuff, and they do have some cool story arcs, but they still don't like to this day I have no idea what the fuck is going on in the Destiny universe. And without watching like a YouTube video or something, you know? It just is what it is. You could probably catch up with one of Bife's videos relatively easy. Yeah, Bife is awesome. He's a godsend because he comes through and brings all the lore together. You know what I'm saying? But there's a there's a video out there that's like three hours long of like all the Destiny lore. Yeah. But World of Warcraft has always had that that too, where World of Warcraft at the top of the MMOs, and then there's always these World of Warcraft like WoW killers that are coming out, and it never happens. World of Warcraft stays on top. It is what it is. I feel like, I feel like Destiny is now really solidified, and I heard they're not even moving into a third game. They're just gonna stay Destiny Two. They're looking at Destiny Two for like the next three to five years, I think. Jesus, I haven't paid attention to it. Me neither. I they need a new game at this point. They've been on this. I think they've been on the Destiny Two kick for too long. I, Danny, I don't agree with your point on that. I don't think Borderlands Two should have been the last game of the series. I don't agree that pre sequel like pre sequel was pretty bad. Yeah. Tales of the it, Borderlands was good. Hmm. Uh, and then I liked three overall. The story was a bit eh towards the end. But as a connecting piece of pre sequel tales, everything that had happened in two leading up to that point, like going into the sirens more in depth, I liked it. I thought Borderlands 3 was pretty fun. I don't really I'm playing everything backwards. I only played I played some of two because Liger bought it for me. So Borderlands 2 is pretty cool. Um, but I played three more than two and I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Bleach, did you like Borderlands? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think two or three was better? Which was better? Two. Uh, two story wise. Okay. And loot. The loot was better? Yes. Okay. So it was a lot better than two. Before they patched the tree, dude, because that farm was nuts for a minute. Mm hmm. When you could like one grenade, delete him, and then oh hey, I've got legendaries. <laughs> but again, it's almost it's the same thing as bunker. So, right, I don't know what that means, but yes, different bosses. So there was the bunker boss towards the end of Borderlands Two. Uh, it was but around the middle. Right, bunker was middle. Yeah, but without going into spoilers, because I'm assuming you didn't play that far. Mm -mm. Um, there was a bunker boss that you had to like go into, and you had to fight 
and it dropped really good loot. Okay. And it drop it over just a huge area, so you have to find all the stuff. Versus that first uh, vault you open on Borderlands Three, and you fight the Tree Guardian guy. People figured out a farm for him where you could use a certain grenade combination to drop him in grenade. It would just Unmose. be him. Right. Well, I feel like I feel like the gaming industry itself. So let's. I want to talk about the loot box stuff because I feel like we haven't touched about it. We've done nine episodes now on the podcast. We haven't touched loot boxes once. Um, yeah, we sort of did with Doc about kind the of bad did. system of Battlefront Two. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it, but. What do you? I come from gaming where there was no loot boxes, obviously, because I'm older as fuck, right? So, for me, I still I am very apprehensive on loot boxes. I understand the concept of a loot box. I get why they're there, and I understand it's a good way for games that, like, all right, let me let me almost set this up. So, a game has not changed from a sixty dollar price point in a very long time, and I don't think it it might not. So, game developers Next gen, they're moving to a seventy dollar price point. Makes They've sense. They've already said. I mean, at this point, it's been, what, 20, 30 years where they haven't changed the price. So it's like, all right, fine. You want to change the price? Cool. But if you're going to do that, it's like that balancing act, right? So in the from a from an investor standpoint and a business standpoint, the goal is infinite growth, right? That's what every business that is publicly traded wants to do. If they start losing money, they lose investors. They have less capital. It's shitty. So the infinite growth model is everywhere. So loot boxes was natural because if you have a game that's stuck at 60 because let's just say every five years they rose the price by five dollars that means games at this point would be like a hundred something dollars per game so no one's gonna fucking buy that they'd have to sell you're not selling millions of copies you're selling 500,000 copies of a hundred and twenty dollar game which is people aren't gonna do that so they kept the price the same but they had to find ways to appease their their investors what was the best way to do that loot boxes it was genius smart you get people to pay money for games that you can even make for that are free to play yeah it's not necessarily just loot boxes either so across different genres there's different versions of it you've got loot boxes for battlefront for overwatch for apex you've got cosmetic loot boxes you've Mm -hmm. got character loot boxes you've got uh what else you got like you got the the gotcha game stuff too cosmetic mostly cosmetic gotcha's different gotcha's not so loot box is loot box gotcha is a system of gaming gotcha is its own thing of rng of okay there's a percentile that i can get this character or this weapon right i.e genshin or dokkan battle or uh like dragon ball legends danmachi the game fake go Mm -hmm. you have a certain percentile chance to get this character during this banner during this time period Mm -hmm. or during this event and there's usually ways to either like event ones you can get certain items that like solidify oh hey i get a 25 percent chance or a better chance versus genshin 0.6 percent chance of getting a five star Hmm. out of every 90 to 100 you get the pity well they the load pity's the pity. a 50 50 of getting the actual event character but you're spent how much money are you spending for 100 a lot I'm guessing. Uh, eight, I'm trying to remember. Eight thousand is what? Yeah, it's, it's like two hundred bucks because eight thousand okay. is a hundred bucks. So for every two hundred bucks, you're gonna get something. But I Dylan think Dylan and I actually priced it out at one point because I dropped like two hundred one time. So and I physically counted out how many numbers there were towards. Yeah. Before we move forward to the conversation, Bleach, what is your 
opinion on loot boxes? Like, what do you, how do you think they fit into the gaming world? Uh, I mean, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Unless they're just purely cosmetic. Other than that, I don't really care because I might buy them, I might not. But if they have loot boxes for cosmetics and they sell the cosmetics, I don't care. That's two options to buy what you want. You can either get the joy, the dopamine rush of loot boxes or just buying it. Right. I and feel... as Benny says, once they pay to win, no. Right. I think that's a great distinction. I think you just hit the nail on the head. I think that's where things, the they have to draw the line. I think if it starts yeah, affecting gameplay, but if it's pay to play or pay to win, eh. Right. I feel like I'm going to say it because I also play World of Warcraft, but I feel like World of Warcraft does some pretty scummy shit. Um they they have three different things. You have your you have your monthly subscription that gets you into the game. Now, if you play the game, you can also make enough money to pay off. Now, this is a double-edged sword. So, let's go over it. $15 a month to play. You have a WoW token system, so I can just pay money to buy a token to get gold for the game. That's number two. They also have... Yeah, Danny, you're right. They also have a... Um, a not a cosmetic... They do have cosmetics, but they have, like, cosmetics and mounts and battle pets and all sorts of shit that you can buy. So, they also have a cash shop. They have a cash shop, cash that you have to pay every month, and on top of that, you can just buy gold in the game, straight up. So... With that being said, they have monetized that game to the fucking 10th degree. And most of it's cosmetic. Most of it. Except, I think where they fucked up is the, the WoW tokens for gold. That that ruins it. Because you can now... You can now bypass most of the game. Because if you start a new character and you get to level 50... You just pay for the gold, and then you just buy the items that you want to level your character up, your item level up, high as fuck. So, if a new, ex like for example, if a new expansion comes out, like Shadowlands, if you have gold going into Shadowlands, you can get max rank, max level 60, and then you can buy the best gear that's on the auction house. Off the rip. Off the rip. Yep. So, your item level jumps from whatever that base item level is now, you're doing... Nor you're doing heroic content and you're weeks if not months ahead of people immediately and you can do Danny, it with money Danny did make a good comment and I'm going to actually branch on it for a second what you got he's talking about advanced wars loot bo or advanced warfare's loot box system uh -huh. where they had it's similar to COD's weapon blueprints for modern warfare except it was like just straight up a variant there wasn't attachments involved you could change the attachments on the gun uh -huh. um I can think of two. There was the ASM-1 Speakeasy, which is the SMG that almost everyone in that game used. And then there was... Actually, it's three. There was a Sniper, and then there was a BAL, the BAL. Uh, there was a variant of that, and that was like the AR that was God mode in that game, because that gun never received a nerf through the life cycle of that game. Okay. It was just a stud. So you're saying, so in Advanced Warfare, there was three guns, and then you had to buy loot boxes to get these variants? So Advanced Warfare had, like, the cosmetic side of it, where you could, like, get a suit of armor. You could be, like, a fully decked out samurai with a jumpsuit. You could be a clown with a jumpsuit. You could be fuck? all this, that, and the other. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> and then on top of that, there was the weapon blueprints, but there was variants. So you would have your guns in-game. You could unlock them normally. You could get all the attachments. But then you could get the variants... That would be a static roll of that gun, predetermined, kitted out, whatever you wanted to have. Or like the kit, 
like the speakeasy had like a 50 round drum mag it had a uh foregrip it had iron sights and it had something else and the thing was nuts it had like no recoil a stupid mag size and the reload speed was pretty quick so people would just dumpster with that thing mm. and if you got it in the box you're good you only need to get it once ah uh, so people would just be throwing money to try and get that thing Mm-hmm. That's shitty. See that? When I think we all agree, if loot boxes start to affect the gameplay, then it becomes a problem. Warfare, just... Modern Warfare has. It's not so much an issue. It's pretty bad, straight up. They introduced the tracer rounds, which were cool, but they didn't affect gameplay. It just, oh hey, my bullets are shooting blue, pink, gray, purple, whatever. Yeah. And then they introduced uh, for couple of the shotguns they introduced dragon's breath rounds but you couldn't unlock them through normal progression of the game you had oh, to buy the blueprint oh, and the, the so what makes cheesy. it dumb is the dragon's breath rounds in warzone are dumb because like one dragon's breath round will crack their armor and then burn them down damn so, any distance your shotgun just became a close range hey you're dead jesus in like two shots and you had to pay for it the yeah the notorious one is uh it's the r90 shotgun it's a double barrel shotgun that you shoot twice and then you it has like a foregrip up front and you cycle the bolt once and it reloads both chambers shit and you could yeah. you had and to buy like, that one it's too. like it's like boom 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 and it that has flame rounds that thing fries <laughs> so basically it's pay to win on that one yeah there, See, there's not so many other pay to win ones but the system of that is that becomes an issue when you've got people on a new season that day one new blueprints come out and all of a sudden there's a new weapon combination or guns have been nerfed because the new season just started and they've made adjustments well as soon as okay people figure out hmm this blueprint for this gun is disgusting this gun has no recoil or your swap speed with this variant of this weapon with this blueprint is better than normal so all of a sudden you've got a gun that was okay last season and is now a laser beam as soon as it hits TikTok or twitter or whatever and somebody makes a video on it or it vods it on twitch it's gonna blow up right and it's gonna get everywhere and everybody's gonna go thicken activision's wallet and go yes senpai yeah i mean that's I think you hit the nail on the head there, man. I just, I'm still so conflicted when it comes to loot boxes, personally. I'm okay with cosmetics. I'm not yeah, okay with pay to win. I'm not okay with pay to play. Yeah, well, I think if, here's the, here's the division for me on pay to play. Like, obviously coming from MMOs, I'm used to it because I'm, it's like you're paying for content and you should be, the thing I, okay, this is the thing I don't like about pay to play. This is one thing that I really think World of Warcraft fucks up. If I'm already paying $15 a month for a video game, the game and its ex- its expansions should be free. Available. Just be, it should be available, period. I'm paying the $15 a month. Why should I pay for the $15 a month on top of a new expansion? That's fucking stupid. And you're also gonna charge like, I think it was the Shadowlands was 40 bucks, right? Like why would I pay 40 bucks plus uh, a $15 expansion money and their defense is well you can play the game and just make gold and then you play for free well it's like well I still have to pay for the expansion anyways whenever a new one comes out and on top of that what if I can't play enough that month to make the fucking gold 
I'm just shit out of luck. So I have to, so now I'm having to choose, do I play the game how I want to play it and not worry about the gold, but I have to pay money out of pocket or I have to spend time farming for money because that's the workaround to play the game. Whereas any other game in the world, you just pay for it once and that's your game and everything else is just extra. How much is it? It's like a hundred grand for the token? 126 and, and the market varies sometimes more money sometimes less money per month because it's it's traded publicly so one month i remember back when world's drainer was out it was three hundred and twenty thousand gold a month that's a lot of fucking gold <laughs> that's a lot of fucking gold dude so it's crazy so i think loot boxes for example going back to loot boxes um or just be Asmongold and get free shit. Yeah, well, he's got people who would just send him money in the mailbox because Asmongold is so well known. If you guys or are playing, cash dropping nine grand on Genshin, right? Because it's a tax write-off. Right, a tax write-off. Now he's which is and ridiculous. Now he's quit. He stopped. He went to a free-to-play account and he was still wailing on the side, but he was maining his free-to-play account. Now he's just stopped playing the game altogether. Why? What's happened to Genshin? The resin issue is still a thing. And What's going on with point, that? Just not having enough stamina throughout the course of the day to be able to do your shit. Oh, that's so cheesy. You can do six domains, or you can kill three of the big bosses, or you can kill the two weekly bosses, and that's all you can do for like five hours because their their resin restores one per eight minutes. Ooh. Oof. That's you the to, restore rate. You have to pay with primo gems to restore it, right? Either pay with primo gems, or you can use your fragile resin, but those are limited based off of adventure rank and some other stuff. That's rough. They are introducing a new system where any unused resin is getting made into this like pocket resin thing, and you'll be able to collect enough of that to make it into fragile, and then make it for sixty. Okay. So it's a slow loop, but it's getting better. And they're yeah. also they're increasing the max rate to 160 rather than 120, which is woo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You get cool. one more main boss. What the fuck is this picture? Yeah, Yin. This is. Yeah, it's Crash. It's Crash Bandicoot. It's, burnt, burnt <laughs> it's deep fried Crash, crash Bandicoot. Bloody <laughs> first did Photoshop. Yeah. So Bleach doesn't have. I a, found uh, that on my old D drive, and it's horrible. Yeah, Bleach doesn't have a um, uh, a webcam, so we we he chose a meme that they made like back in the day. So, <laughs> uh, Vex is saying, I don't want to support this company's predatory practice as well as they also bent the knee to Apple to increase the price of their Gacha currency in five nations by eighty percent. Ooh. Yeah. So that was the other Whoa. thing. Whoa. That's Mtashed. Uh. Yo, was it? the Philippines, China, somewhere else, like like three different nations got Brazil. their primo gems like severely jacked. Their prices went up tremendously. Yikes! And Miyahoyo is just raking it, and it made a lot of the player base drop after that. Right. Well, that's shitty. And of course, why would you do it in the nations that are going to play gotcha games the most? And you haven't even that's... released your first update yet. I know. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Cash grab. That's what they're doing, dude. They probably made their money back and then some. I know. I think the first day they made like fifty-six million dollars. Their first day. I read a stat like that. Their it's first ridiculous. week, they made a hundred and ten. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Gotcha gamblers. Gotcha gamblers, dude. So between Bleach and I, there's over a grand. I know. Okay, so this is what I want to get into. This is gonna be a touchy subject. So I don't buy a lot of 
packs. If I do buy a pack, I do stick primarily cosmetic, but I don't have that drive to, to pick up packs. What is your main motivation for spending money in a game? Cause I just want to know like the psychology behind it. Like what drives you to do it? Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Simple as that. Literally it's, Hey, I got the cool serotonin release of getting the five star I wanted, or if not the five star I wanted, then a five star that's going to help me carry the game out until I can get better stuff. Okay. Bleach, what you got? Uh, if I like the game, just like a... say path. Okay. path, path has these supporter packs. And I usually, they have league ones that come out every league. So they have a $30 and $60 version. I was going to say, you yeeted and showed me that one time that you bought both the oh. ones for the last league. Oh, oh. So, they they also have yearly supporter packs. Okay. Based off of, like, the core, the core endgame stuff. They release, like, cos well, it's all cosmetics. This is all cosmetics. Mm -hmm. yeah, Genshin's a specific case because it's yeah. for the waifus. The, the most expensive one is 480 I bought that. Okay. But I have almost 900 hours in that game. So, so I also co I also correlate to how much time I plan on investing or time I have in a game. Okay. Like this path I'm going to be playing for like probably a long time. So to me it's worth it. It's not a regret. I'm going to be playing this game. My time is going to my my money is going to be invested to make the game to make more content. More enjoyable. Right. Yeah. I think I think personally, this is an age thing. This is going to sound really stupid. This is going to sound very boomerish of me, but hear me out for a second. So I think when I was younger, I was more susceptible. And that's susceptible. That's the wrong word. I would say I was more inclined to pay for stuff, especially when I, I play the MMOs. So obviously when you're playing an MMO, you want to look cool as shit. That's like the goal. Like, cause at the end game you just run content, but everybody gets like in the end game, everybody runs content, the same content. And the goal is to look sweet and doing the same shit, just different ways, different ways. Right. And so I think when I was younger, I was more inclined to do that. But as I got older, the problem became, I've been playing games for so long. I probably have characters across a hundred games that have cool content but to this day i can't remember what i bought for them or why it was cool because i figured out that it's, it's just this loop it's just the same loop like apex legends 10 years from now you won't remember what you looked like or had or it won't matter none of it will none of that will matter there'll so, be like legacy skins and that'll be it yeah, but if, same if the game's if still Apex, around. If, if Apex is still around. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like 10 years ago, Lineage 2, I spent money in Lineage 2. I even bought gold in Lineage 2 from eBay. Like this is old school way of buying shit because back then there wasn't loot boxes. But even buying that, like I don't play Lineage 2 now. So why the fuck did I spend 100 bucks on gold? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I started thinking that way. And obviously as you get older, like you get more shit too. Like you got a car and you get a house and you get a dog and you got a wife that likes to go shopping and you know, you whatever, right? Life happens. So you start spending money in other ways. So I think, I think it, as you get older, you realize that loot boxes, you, you're just, they're always going to be there and games are going to forever change. There's no game that's come out other than like the longest lasting game right now is World of Warcraft because that's been around forever and there's a huge player base. It's slow to our KOTOR are up there too. They're up there too. Yeah, they are. But you know, for the for the, for the time being, 
they're such they're like legacy games but i don't even see world of warcraft lasting another decade i i just can't i don't see them lasting another decade so any money i spent in a world of warcraft is now i know 10 years from now I'm probably gonna fucking regret it honestly so it's kind of like one of those things for me where it's like I understand the impact of loot boxes and I get it, but I feel like I've been there since loot boxes first came out and I learned very early how sh like, like meaningless they become. And especially if you're spending lots of money on them, I feel like that could be better spent into like, this is going to sound fucking super boomer, but it's true because I've made good money doing this is like into the stock market or into an ETF or something that you can use later on in, in life. If that makes sense. And I get that it's personal preference. And I know like you were saying, like Prison of Elders, you're going to play, you're going to, Prison of Elders, <laughs> Path of Exile, <laughs> POE. Um, you're going to be playing POE for a while, but at the same time, are you going to be playing it 10 years from now? Are you going to play it five years from now? And that's, that's the question. Like, I think digitally it's changed. Like, for example, you guys still have your Pokemon cards, right? Yeah. You still have your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You still have your magic cards. Those are collector's items. But digital collections don't last. And as companies get worse, like for example, Apple just said that you don't technically earn own any of the movies that you bought on their services. So if they decide to ban you from your account, all that money you spent is gone. The same thing's true for these video games. If the video game itself shuts down, all that money you spent is fucking gone. Just gone nothing you can't take it with you man whereas like the collector's items you are buying in the real world those are going to be collectible 20 years from now and you so that is i would see that as money well spent but it's like that it's a it's that it's that fine balance man if you're getting enjoyment i'm not gonna shit on anybody for spending money and getting enjoyment like yeah i fuck that like do what you want go buy crack I, do whatever you want dude I'll, I'll, i don't care the time of if you're making bad decisions but afterwards i won't Right, yeah. I mean, do what you want, brother. I mean, I'm all. I am 100. I, I was a marine, dude. I'm all about freedoms. Spend your money, do whatever you want, brother. I love it. But at the same time, it's like with loot boxes, it's such a slippery slope because just like gambling, it's just like my dad lives in Las Vegas. I go to visit him all the time, and that motherfucker's got a gambling problem, and it's just like gambling, dude. And it's like even for him, what he does is he'll take like. I have his paycheck. He'll take like fifty to a hundred dollars a month, and he's like, "All right, this is used for gambling, and that's it." And he keeps a hard limit. Do you guys like limit at all? Do you do anything like that? And I'll open it up with bleach. Do you do you? Where are you just getting the enjoyment from buying the loot boxes, or is it? Are you trying to support the game developers? Like where? I, I don't know. I'll just open it up the conversation. We'll kind of go from there. I've ranted long enough. It's like a mix of both. If I enjoy the game, I'll spend money on it. Doesn't matter what it is. Right. Unless it's made to win. I won't do that. But I also... It's the same with... I think it started with cards. The enjoyment of just opening up and seeing what you get. Like, you could say I'm addicted. I'm not. Because I rarely buy loot boxes. And I don't even buy cards anymore. But if it's just like just flat items you can buy, I'll do that. I'm more addicted than he is. You are right. I'll admit it. I have every Apex heirloom. Yeah. That in a, in essence should cost about three grand. Right. Because it's five hundred. Well, not not necessarily because 
Octanes, Mirage, and Caustics all cost 200. So they're 600 bucks. Right. But the other ones, you have to open 500 packs to get. Woo! Guar guaranteed. Woo! Because it's a it's a declining chance. 500, it's one out of 500. 4.99, one out of 4.99. Gotcha. 4.98, 4.97, 4.96. Your chance keeps getting better the lower down into it you got. I have pretty good RNG, so it didn't take me 500 packs on all of them, but it still took me quite a few packs. Right. Um, There's yeah. Apex Legends is a free game, right? So, yeah. but I like to put it in perspective. Like, if you're buying a game like Jedi Fall, like Fallen Order, that's 60 bucks. Maybe let's get, say collector's edition, 100 bucks. Let's say 100 bucks. You're paying 100 bucks. You're getting what you pay for. You pay the game. You play. Maybe you I play just, for 500 hours. Great. That's a I great just investment. The Assassin's Creed Valhalla Special Edition for 100 bucks. Right. Hey, which that. comes with it comes with base game and the season pass, not with bonus like day one content. Right. So here's the thing. Like, and Yin just said something in chat that makes a lot of sense. Like, um. Compare microtransactions to going to the movies. You're consuming content for an experience as opposed to a maintainable product. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it like how many hours have you put into Apex Legends? Let's put it from a time perspective here. Minute. So uh, two thousand hours. So let's say uh, you spent three thousand dollars, but you spent two thousand hours. Because that's a great way to put it. Vex said he in chat. He said he's addicted, and I I mean, there's nothing wrong with. But I don't think there's anything wrong with microtransactions. I'm not even. I'm definitely not going to say that there's an issue whatsoever. I think the problem is, is like, where do you think that's going to take you? Where are you, you going to be five years from now? Do you think that this game's going to be around? Do you really think? You know, it's like you're spending the money now, but is it worth it in the long run for people? I think that's a big question, and I think that the practice itself is super predatory in nature it's gambling it just is what it is there's nothing wrong with it there's another no right or wrong 1136 hours on Apex 1136 hours okay on on origins and then steam I dropped an hour this morning all right so let's do it so divided okay so you've spent let me see let's try this if, oh, look at that another bot that's getting banned yeah check it out ban them ban them Bye-bye. Um, I don't know the total. So you spent about, it looks like you probably spent close to $27 per hour playing that game. If that's at 2000 let's say you said $2,000 in the game. That's 27 bucks an hour. I don't think it's been that much, but yeah. I mean, it's probably, I'm just saying if it's 2000, you know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of money, but let's say what's, let's say the average amount that people will pay in microtransactions. Let's say I play a game. I play destiny. I'll put it for my own. I played destiny in total destiny one and destiny two. Cause I've bought, I've bought loot boxes in both. So I'll say both. So I spent 3000 hours and I probably spent packs skins, and expansion, expansion packs, like the whole night, the whole night, armor yeah. pieces. So like, for example, like, and I don't even play. So that's a great example. I don't even play destiny anymore, but I spent, I easily 4,000 hours in the game, right? I spent a lot of fucking hours between destiny one and destiny two. I spent a lot of hours, but I've probably spent close to $1,500, right? That's also a lot of money. You times that by a hundred. So again, we're down. That's 
$2.60 per hour that I was basically paying them to play the game. So that's where microtransactions get you. Whereas you just play the game 2,000 hours, but you paid three, let's say 500 bucks for all the game and all the expansions over the years, maybe 600 bucks, then your money goes down. Regardless, you're still gonna pay money for the expansion. There's no way around it. You're still gonna pay money for any game you play. It's just how are you gonna pay for it and what's that cost analysis look like? And is it worth it? I mean, that's what it comes down to. How many times have you paid for 40 bucks to go to the movie theater and that movie fucking sucked? Well, now you're down 40 bucks and you feel like an asshole. You just spent two hours of your life sitting through something that sucked, but you sit there because you paid for it, so you're gonna sit there. And that doesn't include whatever food and items, your microtransactions that you get, like Yin said, yeah. that you pay for when you're you're there, you know? I mean, life is gonna suck the money out of you, but I feel like with gaming, it's the difference is is that you can't take it with you. You just can't. You can't take it with you. So it's weird, man. Bleach, what do you think about all this? Ugh. I know it's an open world. Big open world, man. It's opened up the door here a little bit. I honestly don't know. It's a tough co- It's a tough conversation, but I don't think mm-hmm. the gaming community is having it, man. Because you got to be honest. You know, that everybody's going to be honest with themselves on this one. It's weird. And everybody's different. I know somebody, I have a buddy of mine who's on PS4 right now, and he buys every new game that pretty much comes out. He doesn't like microtransactions. This is his way of thinking. He doesn't like microtransactions, but he buys every single PS4 game that comes out. This motherfucker is probably spending more money than all of us combined. But yeah. in his brain, it's like, oh, it's just like 300 bucks or 200 bucks a month. Like, bro. It's 200 bucks a month every month on the dot. <laughs> Filipino is probably wondering what the hell is that image? Oh, I know. Uh, oh, what is that? Bleach's voice? I haven't heard that in a while. I know. Bleach is here. We, we got him on. We got him on. He's not on camera, but he's on voice. So we'll take it. We'll take it. And his, uh, we're not, I'm not going to call him Bandicoot in the background from now on. No. Yes, it's happening. Whoa. <laughs> Appreciate the host, man. Um, moving forward, they're going to raise the price of games. Let's say they raise the price of games to $80. Do you think they should still have microtransactions? No. I agree. No. So there's the difference. We already know that Series X and PS5 games are moving to 70 Right. And if they open, that just opens the floodgate. If people buy, if there's a million copies but, of a game, go ahead. Hold on. Okay. But. I think part of the reason they're able to get away with that is because PS5 is doing a digital and a disc track version of the console. So the digital version is about a hundred bucks cheaper. So say you buy 10 games, that 10 games is your extra 10 bucks from 60 versus 70. Right. But here's, Here's where I get angry with the gaming community on this one a little bit. Okay. Uh, the game creators too. And just, just the industry in general. If I buy a game and it's digital and I don't own that motherfucking game, that's a problem. So you're telling me if my account gets banned for whatever fucking reason, that game is no longer mine at all. But I paid you. I paid you money for it. That's a product. I'm a consumer. I paid you money. Our transaction is done. I hand you money. You hand me game, right? 
But now that it's digital, no longer mine. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. That frustrates me a little bit because it's like, well, what happens? What happens? What happens from there? What are, where are we go? Where does that go from here? You know, is that is the content creators can, can just own? They already own the rights to the game. Of course, they made the game. They should. But now they own my copy too, right? It doesn't. I mean. I don't understand where this goes from here. Like you pay for a Pokemon card. That's your fucking card. That's your card that you own that. That is your version of that card. But what if it was a digital Pokemon card? What if, if you're playing Pokemon go, not, you know, whatever the games, the game creators are called. What if there's like, now nah, fuck you delete your account. All the Pokemon you got are gone. And it's, it acts like you just, you never owned a single thing. And Yin says, if the games, if the money, for games go up that they should still have microtransactions why if the game if the game's going up in price they shouldn't have microtransactions especially if i don't own the content does that am i that doesn't make sense to me i don't own the content why would i also pay or allow why would why would they should if they have microtransactions they just make the game free they're gonna make plenty of money microtransactions is the way that they need like you can help support the devs that if you enjoy the game i understand like having an avenue to hey good job i like playing this game let yeah. me buy some of your stuff right like merch like a band like merch like hey awesome show i love i want to support you guys here's like i'm gonna buy a shirt it's like a band it's like a band that makes perfect sense but if i have but i am less likely to go to a concert if the tickets were 130 bucks I ain't buying no fucking shirt. <laughs> like I just paid 130 bucks to come see you. Like I'm not buying a shirt, <laughs> you know? All right, get in chat. If the game is a service in good faith, they had steady income to continue supporting it. Yes, I agree on that. The $60 game is outdated given big scale development costs. I agree with that as well. Both of those things are true. I agree with that. I think there needs to be an increase on prices of games. I'm not saying that at all. I think development budgets are huge. I think that's true. Bleach, what do you think? Do you think games should be more expensive? I mean, with how expensive development is, fucking Destiny 1 was given 500 million. Yeah. And it was still only a $60 game. That 500 million didn't probably last them that long. Mm, no. Given it like four or five years uh, of development. I don't I don't know. I think it depends on the scale of the game. If you've got a game, I it's don't a know. tough. It's, if, a, it's such a blurry line, dude. Because if you go, if you go from, let's say PS4 God of War, game of the year, expansive story, huge open world, good mechanics, good graphics, not a lot of bugs, they did a damn good job with that game. Yeah. Both on release and after. That they did. Um, say that game that game deserves any amount of shit when it came out like i would have thrown a hundred bucks at it hundred whatever but, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play devil advocate there um what if you paid 120 bucks but that game was a fucking flop you don't know it until you buy the game right until you play it i mean you i mean yeah. now you can see reviews you can wait you don't have to play it day yeah, one you, you can wait, wait for wait sick reviews get like ign oh eight out of ten right or, so that's the devil's advocate to it. It's like if it, let's say they they raise the base price of all games to a hundred bucks. Let's just say nice and even hundred dollars. Well, I mean, 
that means you I expect more quality then right no more of this this pre-patch bullshit excuses it has to come out more flawless if you want more money from consumers that game better come out ready and good just like god of war you know like it's better come out complete what's a recent game that had issues division 100 percent every time division go ahead please division Solid. It didn't have a lot of like. Yeah, there was bugs and glitches and shit. All Anthem, the time. Like, Fallout seventy six, same thing. Yeah. Fallout seventy six was pretty bad from what I heard. Um. Uh, one of the the newest Ghost Recon. The one. The oh, one Ghost Recon's. Uh, yeah, the new one, Breakpoint. Yeah. Breakpoint. Yeah. Hyperscape, same thing. So, no, Hyperscape's not the same thing because it's a free to play game. It's the games you have to pay for, like. Yeah, and Hyperscape was in beta for a very long time too. Right. So I think I think you have two you have two problems. If I can I'm gonna try and lay it out. We have two issues. If a free to play game comes out, it's should be expected to be shittier because it's free to play. And they're putting a lot of development time and money into a game that they don't even know it's gonna work. So they're gonna probably have longer development times, more betas, yada 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 yada. Like Apex Legends was a huge slam dunk. It came out, the shooting system was good, but Respawn wasn't making first-person shooters, and let alone they weren't making they or they were making first-person shooters, but they weren't making a BR. This is their first shot at it, and they nailed it. But there's other games like Hyperscape was also free to play, and they did not fucking nail it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just didn't nail it. And you play has got a history of bad stuff though as far as fps right goes. like they've had yeah. back to like a couple of the other ghost recons not just breakpoint wildlands was good i actually enjoyed the hell out of wildlands but there was issues in the design of that game it was like the stepping stone to breakpoint right and then breakpoint had some good things to it i actually liked playing the game i played through most of the campaign but there were so many different overarching things to go into they had a Sam Fisher Splinter Cell mission. They had a Terminator T-6000 mission. They had uh, Wildlands had you fighting a Predator. Like, right. There's there's some cool things that they've come up with and they've had avenues into via buying the rights for. But it sure wasn't there when it first came out. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. All that stuff happened. But if a, so that's a game that's a $60. Breakpoint had right? the Splinter Cell stuff on release, I believe. Mm-mm. They didn't. They had nothing. They didn't even release the raid for four months later. Remember, they had the they had the raid system. It didn't come out for four months. I remember because I was like, I was ready. I was gearing up my person to do the raid, and then lo and behold, oh, we're just gonna hold it off for a little bit. So here's here's where the distinction for more money. It's gonna require more content. It's gonna require more of a finished product and release. Because if you have free to play games that are always be free to play, but you're going to expect more microtransactions and you're going to expect that there's going to be more bugs because it's free to play, right? But if I'm paying for a $60 game and you've got God of War, Witcher 3 that come out like they have bugs, but they're like fucking good. You know what I mean? If there's a game that comes out as $100 now and all games are $100, that game better be fucking flawless. That better be a finished product I'm paying for or I'll just go play a free to play game that I know is going to have bugs because it's free to play. And that's gonna have microtransactions. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Am I? Do I sound crazy? No. I, I just it makes more sense to me. I mean, Yin's making a good point. Microsoft has owned Halo for ages, and they can't release a bug-free Halo. I agree. I agree with that. And that's on them. And their sales should uh, show that. But if 
if Microsoft comes out with a freaking Halo game that's $100 and it's not like the best release, they're going to flop and it's going to be shit and no one's going to pay for it. And then now the Halo franchise has died. So I feel like there's, I, I to round this all up, there's a way bigger problem here. Like if they don't come out with more content driven, more polished games for a higher price point, people will just not buy games or they'll wait on reviews or they'll just buy games from Steam that are cheaper. Cause you can have smaller developers that'll make cheaper games. You know what I mean? What do you think, Bleach? Do you think I'm just, uh, that was a long rant of mine. So I wanted to make sure I got everybody together. I'm trying to flush out this thought on, on camera here. I mean, yeah, having to spend more money should be a better product. That's how it is with other businesses. Like, really good, handmade shit is expensive. Is expensive, but if it's if it's like poorly done, but still the same price as the really well done one, no one's gonna buy it. No one won't will even think about buying it. Right. No, I agree with that. I mean, it's just like buying. Uh, this is gonna sound stupid, but it's like buying things from here in America. You know, it's American made, and it's gonna be more expensive because it's usually supposed to be higher quality, right? But if something is made in America and it's lower quality and more expensive. People are going to fucking boycott that item. No matter what that item is. The item could be toenail clippers. If they're shittier toenail clippers, but they're more expensive because they are made in America, then is what it is, right? And Yin's, Yin's coming back and saying, I think the free-to-play versus upfront cost determining whether bug-free is justifiable is related. It's, I don't think causation... I don't think it correlation will cause will have any cause or effect there. I'm not sure. But... I feel like from as a consumer, I'm, I'm coming from a consumer standpoint. I feel like the expectations from consumers will be higher because we all know we're all gamers. I think I think we can all agree in this chat right now that we're all like we hold companies to a higher standard, especially like we all talk shit about you play because they deserve it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like they kind of deserve it. You know, we all know that when they come up with a new FIFA, it's probably gonna be a copy and paste. Um, but our, you know, we, I think gamers have now with larger development budgets that we expect better stuff. You know what I'm saying? Does that make, do you guys like, except for games like, uh, oh, well here, here's a game that throws something in the wrench. Like what about among us? That's a lower development budget, but they fucking came out swinging, dude. That game is always fun. Would you agree with that? Which game? Among Us. Yeah, yeah. came out Among 2018. But they came out that small development budget, but the fun is it's what six dollars and super fun. Yeah, five bucks. Bleach and I actually played it with the original nerd crew, me, Paul, him, like a bunch of our friends, because we were getting to party games at the time. Pommel Party, mm -hmm. Smash, um, we played Jackbox. Yeah, Jackbox games, like one, two, three. Um, and there was a couple other ones, but we tried Among Us. We thought it was cool. We played it a couple of games. We never really went anywhere with it, and then, lo and behold, like a year later, it comes back out and just blows up. Yeah, of a couple streamers. I mean, so going into the so that, that's not an expensive game, but the content's good. So now it comes down to, you know what developers will survive if they increase the amount of money that a game costs, then that content better be good. I mean, that's what I feel. I mean, I don't, I know that opinion is not shared with everybody, but 
if I'm buying a table from freaking Costco versus a table from Ikea, like I'm expecting more quality from Ikea. It just is what it is. Cause that's what they're, they're branding as unless a game developer doesn't want to be good. I don't know why they wouldn't, you know, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense, but I think there's a lot, there's still a lot to unpackage there. I think we have to have a whole podcast just talking about loot boxes. We gotta Sorry, get Yin. I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm arguing with the, one of the, friends of Filipino and ace on their server right now because he's saying apex is running better on steam than it is on origin as because the launcher on origin was dog shit which i agree with but right uh he's saying his load times are better and i was like your load times aren't affected by a launcher your load times are affected by whether you have an ssd or a hard drive right. like, oh, it, loads, it loads better on steam bro it what? runs smoother and i was like <laughs> that makes that zero, zero sense that doesn't make any sense <laughs> Hey, Doc Community Man, what's up, dude? Um, Vex was saying, like, Fallout 76 was promised 16 times the detail, four times the size, and what we got was half-assed mess of a dumpster fire that wasn't even worked on by the main Bethesda team. And on top of that, you paid full price for that game. Paid full price. And collector's and on editions. on top of that, there was no NPCs. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, game developers, and obviously, well, so from a consumer standpoint, obviously, like, their reputation got thrown in the dirt for for obvious reasons and that should happen i mean if you're going to release a game that everybody was looking forward to and promise all this shit and it comes out like poop now your reputation's gone i mean uh no man's sky same exact thing promised all this shit and then ends up coming out and flops hard it sells a bunch but it flops hard no players right for a long time the exact same thing happened man same exact thing and they came back from that they did come back from that i will give it to them they did come back from that um the hard part though is i think it comes down to this if you have a free-to-play game i expect more trans uh, microtransactions because you're supporting a game like apex legends i feel is a good game and i feel like if you pay money on loot boxes and like cool content to support them good on you awesome Destiny 2, you pay for the game, you pay for the expansions, and there's a loot box mechanics. Not a big fan. But it is a good game, and they do come out with cool content. So it's like that, it's a it's a weird gray area for me. But if a game comes out that's really good, like I probably would have paid more for Witcher 3. 100%. I would have paid 80 bucks for Witcher 3. Guaranteed. And I think it deserved more. You know, so you also have that side of the field where you have games that are really good that do deserve more money off the bat. Yeah. Question. Uh-huh. Uh, not necessarily to you guys, but Yin, if you're still here, and Danny, if you're here, do you want to be here for episode 11 of the podcast? Dude. We can come back to this whole loot box mess. We should. I think we need to have, have a podcast have, on loot we have, boxes. We have Grey Jedi on next week, and yep. that'll be kind of a separate deal. That'll be probably Star Wars again, what got him into gaming, how life is during COVID, yep. how his new job's treating him because he's been gaming and streaming less because of his new job. Yep. Um, We're definitely going to talk about but, some Star Wars stuff. We're definitely going to talk about Final Fantasy. I definitely might get into We haven't talked about Final Fantasy at all. I love that game. Well, you guys were. I know. I know. I know. But you but, play Final uh, Fantasy 7, so we'll talk more about that. Uh, I mean, I'm getting... I'm playing Remake, and before... Like this, I'm liking remake so far, but 14 was okay. It's just yeah, again, might be your cup same of MMO grind where I can't keep up because of my job, so I just get disinterested as I fall behind. Right, exactly. I understand. You you can play 15 too. It's on my account. 
That looks good. Can we talk about Final Fantasy 15? Because that looks really good. Dude. I fucking loved it. Dude, great game. And the new one that's coming out looks good. Have you seen 16? the Yeah, have you seen the content for that? Trailer? I'm I want it. It sucks it's not gonna be on PC at launch. They lied. They lied. <sighs> Again! <laughs> Again! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Dude, I really hope that they don't. Final Fantasy is a very mixed feelings for a lot of the FF community. I agree. It is mixed. I mean, the, the ending. I did not like the ending. No, neither. It was fucked up. Yeah. But the combat, the open world, that was fun. When you get you can finally get your car to fly, it was so good. <laughs> finally get that thing to fly. Felt so good. Final Fantasy What was 13? that? 13? 13. I I need to play through 13. I've tried so many times. What? I need to play through it. 13 is so good. Is it? Yes. Is that the one with the really that's the one with, with the lightning. chicks, right? Lightning? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually okay. That was an okay one. I think that um, I think Final Fantasy IX was my favorite. I know it's, it's a weird one. That's a weird one that everybody didn't like that much. But Final Fantasy IX was okay, personally. That's the one where you had like uh, the old school characters. And everybody loves Seven, obviously, for reasons. Still got your hat, and your dip bowl, and controller. Thank you for the hookup. That nah, man, no worries. No worries. Appreciate you guys. Final Fantasy Thirteen was pretty good. I agree with that. The fight system was pretty cool too. Um. Awesome. Hey, dude, uh, it's almost been two hours already. Dude, time flies in this podcast. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. RuneScape was good, too. So um, we didn't talk about one thing. What is the next big game that you're really looking forward to, Bleach? Godfall. This okay. Thursday. This Thursday? It's coming out this week. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Okay. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's I'm also Creed? excited for Valhalla, but I'm going to wait. Assassin's Creed comes out on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, so you got two games this week. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And, nice. And and technically Beyond Light Two. Oh. Yep. Okay. Because November eleventh is Wednesday. Oh, so you got so Tuesday, got Wednesday, Thursday. Assassin's Creed Tuesday. Uh -huh. You got Beyond Light Wednesday, and then you've got uh, what was it Godfall on Thursday? Damn, dude. So you guys are gonna have a busy week. Um. Bleach, are you ever gonna maybe get into streaming or content creation of any sort, or do nope. you just like playing games and hanging out? Nope, I just like playing games. His housing that. situation wouldn't necessarily let him permit no streaming okay. either, because he lives in a room with his sister at the moment. I got you. That's okay. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. I lived with my, I lived in this basically this attic with me and my wife for a while while we were getting on our feet. So I, I can't fault anybody, man. I get that, and I could, there's no way I could have streamed doing that either or made content. So, do you do you do anything outside of gaming as your hobby? Like, do you have anything nope. that kind of this is like your we thing? Did, we did rock climbing for a while, but that was about I it. I did it. I didn't. Did but you play no. sports or anything like that? No. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that either, man. Hey, man, do you hunt? No. And no hunting? That's okay too. No. Nothing wrong. All man. I do is play video games. Bro, I am 0 for four right now. <laughs> Shooting out everything. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with just playing video games too. And, and if it's something that makes you happy and something that you enjoy doing, I feel like everybody that's what everybody should be doing, right? Everybody yeah, should be doing something you like. In her office too. Huh? I live in my wife's house, bro. Bro, don't you can come over to my house. I have this one room that's mine. That's it. Everything else is hers. <laughs> I got this one room. This is it. This is my happy place. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, great Jedi. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got Lilo and Ace. Uh, we got Ace in here and great Jedi who are both Marines and they're both in my unit. Um, and 245 years of the Marine Corps' birthday. Here we go. Sense Incepted in a bar, Tun Tavern. So I had to make a little shout out. Happy early Marine Corps birthday. It's coming out soon, man. Only a couple days. And if you guys are out in town and you see Marines that are super drunk and dressed blues, just don't talk to them. They'd be willing to fight anything from a raccoon to a protester, bro. So. <laughs> yeah, we. Well, I already told you the clan tag on Apex is Raw, Raw 7. Raw 7, yeah. <laughs> if you see any Marines out in town, just stay away from them. They're more than likely hammered. More than likely just really drunk. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, any last thoughts, Bleach? Anything else you got? Do you have yeah. any questions for Zion or me? I mean, I don't have any questions for Zach because you know. I know him. Yeah. Go. Not yeah. Much. Yeah. Well, you know where to find me, man. If you need that. Oh, uh, speaking of which, where can people find you if they want to chill with you, man? Any of your guys' Discord? I was going to say, <laughs> my Discord, yours, Saints. Yeah. His, you don't have your own Discord? You I'm Discord? not in his. Yeah, I'm well, not in his. Paul's in it. Yeah. There's animosity reasons. there. Okay. All right. Uh, well, not animosity, just dumb shit. I got you. Well, e ego. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, there's online goodies and online beef. And oh, why have everybody here? I wanted to say thank you guys for everything from last night. Uh, my sister really appreciated that. I know this is off topic, but uh, it's it was super. Appreciated. I knew that was gonna happen. Super appreciated. Come appreciate. back to Apex. <laughs> Come back to Apex. <laughs> you can smash on controller kids. Yeah, new maps. Uh bleach might the come back to Apex. The new map is huge, dude. Yeah, I know. It I see. I think videos enormous. and I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, man. Too big. It's like, I get big. why they added cards. I get why they added the vehicle, but still, that's too big. Horizon and Path have been on almost every team I've played on because you need the traversal. Yeah. What about Octane? Eh. What about Octane Daddy? Yeah. Octane Daddy. <laughs> she came by the street and can't wait to see her again. Yeah, we all need to get together for sure, man. We'll do that. Dude, we did a. We did a stream loop. So you raided me. I raided them after I got off. Uh -huh. And then I don't know what happened because I went to bed. But I wanted them to raid Mari with their stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, like, your viewers went to me. My viewers went to them. And then their viewers went to Mari, hopefully. Nah. Well, last night was really cool. It was cool to see that the gaming community like came out in force a little bit, man. It was awesome. It was really cool. Um, super beneficial. Definitely loved. So, um, speaking of raids, I want to do something different. This is episode nine. I want us to go raid somebody. So I need some names in the chat right now. Spanky's up right now. Spanky's up. Oh, we're yeah, gonna go see Tarkov. Oh. He's streaming to eleven people. Oh, right we're now. gonna go. I want everybody to go over there. And if you guys are um, missing out on the fun because you're listening to this on Spotify, we're live every Sunday at two p.m. Uh, we'll let you know on. Um, Twitter, twitter.com, force us leveled AF. I will let you know if we're making any changes. I will let you know as much as possible. You can also join us on Discord. You can find Zion on Twitch as well. Make sure to follow Zion as much as you can. I'm going to go live later. I haven't decided what I'm going to play yet. It's hey either going to be Apex, Rogue, or Among Us. Hey yo, and I will post him. He is twitch.tv forward slash Zion Yeet. That's X-I-O-N-Y-E-E-T. Uh, and Bleach, we can find you on any of our discords, and you're also on Twitter, but you don't post, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I just made it to look through shit. Okay, and that is at Bleachtown, and that's Bleach, like I the Bleach Cleaner. I initially made my Twitter just for, like, giveaway stuff. Right. Like, 
hey, enter the giveaway on Twitter. And I was like, oh, okay. If, if it works, it works. So we're going to go. We're going to go raid Ice Spanky. Go have some fun. Thank you for everybody who came out today. I really appreciate it. And I really hope to see you guys soon. You have an excellent day. Uh, yeet going out to everyone. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 10. Peace, bitches. Yeet. I punched my monitor to grab the button. <laughs>